0: You're listening to the John Stapleton Podcast. Why is it important for the everyday Christian to be interested in learning more about archaeology? I think we were kind of heading in this direction. And yeah. how might it boost their confidence in the historicity of the Bible?
1: Yeah, um, like I said, um, or like we talked about, Archaeology can't prove, nor can it disprove, but it has the role of, um, illuminating has the, has the role of illustrating and confirming the, the biblical backgrounds of scripture. Um, and so I, I think that's how it helps us, helps Christians nowadays, um, you know, understand the, the historicity of, you know, what are we reading? (laughs) Like, like Paul's, um, missionary journeys, you know, um, yeah, uh, what comes to mind is is stone jars that resemble the the jars described in the wedding at Cana, that Jesus turned water into wine, these stone jars that just found... It's just little stuff like that that corroborates the biblical data. And, um, yeah, so... It,
0: I always I, thought it was random that John had to tell us that each one of them held between 60 and 30 yeah. pounds or something. Isn't that odd? Not pounds. It's like liters. And so we, many liters. And <laughs> we have
1: such a different evangelicals nowadays mo- predominantly most of them have a different hermeneutic than most um than than uh, interpreters in the past like early church fathers man they had some wild interpretations about the wedding at cana just he like turned it into grape juice just like just like the different like oh he there's six jars okay this this is the six virtues it's like okay it's just odd anyways rabbit hole um
0: no, that, that's interesting. Is it's, it, it's kind of like when people try to like allegorize the Song of Solomon. It's like, yeah, no, that was a real couple. Yeah, it's not the church and Christ. That's Nancy. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's um, yeah, I I think if we're being um, faithful to the to the uh, text of Scripture, we're searching for the for the author's intent first and foremost, authorial intent, um, and we're searching for the hermeneutic of the uh, of the author. You know, hermeneutic of the apostles, of the prophets, of um. So, but yeah, and speaking of hermeneutics, I think why biblical archaeology is so important and why it plays into Christians, um, you know, understanding the the, the historical realness, um, of scripture is that it's a supplement, excuse me, for biblical hermeneutics. It provides contextual information for to help us interpret, um, scripture. Um, and when I was, when I was researching this, um, Edwin Yama, uh, Yamauchi, he's a Japanese American archaeologist. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote a book um, regarding the, uh, some new Testament sites in Asia minor. It's actually a really long title. It's a breathful, but he wrote, he wrote this book um, about the archaeology of these new Testament sites. He goes through Ephesus and most of the the towns and Reve- uh, most of the cities mentioned in revelation. Um, and in the foreword of the book, it was, it was written by um, his friend, um, and his friend uh, writes this opening paragraph that I think is just perfectly illustrates the importance of, of biblical archaeology for Christians today, and I want to read it for you, sure. um, almost as a closing. So he writes, um, "Interpretation of the New Testament um, often suffers because of a lack of good a, fo- a lack of a good foundation of historical knowledge. The result is unhistorical, and idiosyncratic exegesis." In unsubstantial and often even absurd speculations, and thus the scripture is dishonored. And now, obviously, the book is is tailored towards New Testament studies, but I think if we substitute New Testament for the entire Bible, I think the, 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 the um, paragraph
0: applies perfectly. Oh yeah, because we're the, just going from like Hebrew to Greek. Yeah. So like, is, is this kind of like when we read about Pentecost, and you know, people people say, well, you know, it was a uh, was a heavenly language or you know greek was a holy ghost mm-hmm. uh you know holy ghost language and it's like well no uh koine greek was what everyone spoke and, yeah and pentecost probably enabled the apostles to talk to all the visitors that were in jerusalem at the time
1: mm-hmm. yeah and um yeah so archaeology in that respect helps us understand or interpret passages and I think that's why archaeology is so important. And it's not solely limited to archaeology. There's also other you know Yeah. Well I've
0: noticed in like the, the commentary so the commentaries that I have that are uh, focused more on the archaeological aspect of, of studies, it's it's all it's it's impossible to make an archaeological point without setting the setting the history around it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they never just talk about this coin. It's always Root it in a time and a place. yeah
1: yeah, and that's why, um yeah, it's just those those little archaeological discoveries um that you know make so much of a difference in interpreting scripture, um so yeah, I mean, even like let's say Book of Job, for example, I mean there's archaeological tablets that have been discovered um of similar stories like Job, like theodicies written are like around the same time frame as Job like that it's, it's which illustrates that suffering is, is not just a, a Hebrews or it's not just a, a Christian idea it's a, it's a humanity idea yeah. which puts a whole different scope on the entire interpretation of, of Job that it's not it, this isolated vacuum narrative it's it's this broad encompassing narrative of, of, of all people so it's just an example
0: yeah and it, and it gives you the opportunity to compare worldviews because, yeah. Like, and I think this is important to know. Like, a lot of people don't understand that um, the biblical narrative, Bible stories are not put in the Bible so that we can do what those characters did. Not everything mm-hmm. is prescriptive. Yeah. Uh, most things are descriptive. Of this course. is what happened, and um, it's meant to teach us a lesson. Like those stories carry carry moral lessons, and the the interesting thing is. None of those stories directly tell us at the end, here's what you need to gather from the story. So, like, for example, uh, people say, well, you know, polygamy is in the Bible. It's a good idea, right? Well, no, everybody who had an an extra wife wanted to kill themselves. Yeah. (laughs) You know, or it's like, uh, you know, there are seven suicide stories in the Bible, and, uh, and not one of them ends with a moral... Hey, that you know, this person went to hell because it's a sin. Like none of those stories have that conclusion, uh, but you're supposed to draw your own. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and so it's fascinating that the Bible does that through story because honestly, especially in our time and uh, age, like with like I'm a millennial, um, and uh, are you Gen Z? I
1: don't know. I'm twenty.
0: I think that's, that's Gen Z. It's uh, so like our, <laughs> our, uh, our generations, like we love experiences. Yeah. Right. We post, we post in our stories. Of course. Um, oh, we're still going. Um, yeah, we, we love this stuff. And I think it's because in a world that doesn't know what's truth, like pilots question, what is truth? Like the, people are still feeling and thinking like that today. Um, it's a human condition, right? Mm -hmm. Um, because everything, because we don't know who to believe, we can at least know our experiences as best we can remember them. Of course, that's all that's subjective too, but we love our experiences and the Bible is going, here are all these people, here are all these stories. And I want you to look at them and learn from them so that, uh, as Dave Ramsey says, someone else can pay your dumb tax. Yeah. Like, Someone else can make the the mistake. And if you read their biography, you can learn from them Mm -hmm. and and, and save yourself that experience.
1: Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming out. Of course, dude. This was
1: a blast. Yeah. I loved it. Thank you for having me on.
0: Absolutely. I loved it.
1: That was great. Wow, look at that. We did it. We We did it. Yes. Dang.